Hi, this is Revel from sunny Southern California. And this is Cherie from Olympia, Washington. And you are listening to Rockin' Rockin Radio. Okay. As uh, you probably heard, there's a different voice and a different name today. And what I'm doing is having various people come on as guest hosts when uh, Miss Alyssa is off gallivanting around. I like that word. We started using that word a lot since I've said that the first time. <laughs> so welcome, Cherie. Thank you, Revel. I'm glad to be here. Well, I'm glad <laughs> to have you. See, she's giggling like a like a little schoolgirl. Now she's not giggling and nervous. <laughs> Don't feel bad. I did that on the David Wolf uh, interview. I, I I was like, God, I'm a professional. I'm giggling like a little schoolgirl. And the guy. Oh wow! Was that your first interview with David? Yeah, yeah. Well, we'd been trying for years to get together. But what was interesting about it is I enjoyed talking with him. I really did. I, you know what I found, and he's, I, you know, I've interviewed quite a few people on my shows, my other show, um, rawfood.rebel.com, mm-hmm. and he is probably the one I have feel I disagree with the most. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, because his his thing is. Don't waste your money on fruits and vegetables. Grow sprouts and buy superfoods. Oh, wow. And my thing is, for me, being where I live, I don't feel it's a waste of money to buy fresh fruits and vegetables. There's, I don't think there's anything better, even though maybe the, you know, the ground isn't, the dirt isn't like it used to be and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. But I would, if, if I really wanted superfoods, I think I would supplement. So it's, it's just kind of an interesting thing. And then for people who, one of the topics on raw food talk is it, it often comes up is about people who can't afford or they say they can't afford um, vegetables, fr- fresh fruit and vegetables, or they have no access to them. And, and I understand that mm-hmm. because I even here in Southern California, Bo and I were driving around one day trying to find a place for us to eat. And it was all fast food joints. And I said, wow, no wonder these people cannot feed themselves. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's tough in some areas, and I've worked with people who say the same thing. But he said, you know, just grow sprouts and then order the the superfoods. And uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm still kind of like that's interesting. Yeah, because I mean, my thing is if if there's a problem with the quality of the soil or whatever for the fresh fruits and vegetables, then how do they ensure or guarantee the quality of however these superfoods are grown or what however they're you know obtained or whatever oh that's a good point yeah Yeah, yeah. because a lot of it we're talking blue green algae now where the heck is that coming from there's no pure water anymore (laughs) right yeah, and so, so you're basically are they growing it themselves. Do they have some hidden, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hidden little uh, <laughs> oasis somewhere that we don't know about? Or you know, I mean, I think it's just all, you know, part of the whole. You know, I mean, I don't know. For a lot of a lot of people, I think it's just a part of the whole money thing. You know, I mean, why would you consider fresh fruits and vegetables? You know, that's what God put on this planet for us to to eat. Why would you consider that a waste of money? 
Yeah. You know, and I, and I by no means, you know, mean any disrespect to David Wolf or, or his no. No, personal no, 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 beliefs no, no. or anything like that. But and it's I just, working for you know, him. I've never thought about that. You know, I, I would never even have considered that fresh fruits and vegetables are a waste of money. I mean, yes, spending your money on junk food and fast food and all that, that could be considered a waste, but not fresh fruits and vegetables. No, but not to if you each can get her own. Yeah, and it, it seems my to be working personally. Yeah, and it seems to be working for him. But yeah. as I say, I'm in a position where actually I could do the superfoods as well, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying I won't. But I've, I have done uh, goji berries and I've done some cacao, and usually for me, I mean, he's like a big proponent of the um, of chocolate. Yeah, and. I just don't get into it that much. Like, I'll make a dessert, a chocolate dessert. I've had one in my refrigerator for two weeks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, like, maybe once a day or every few days, I'll take a spoonful, and that's it. That's all I really want. My body just does not crave it. I'm the same way. I, I mean, I, I had a bag of cacao powder for months. Yeah. <laughs> I just recently finished that bag off, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and one of the things I've noticed when I consume any of these so-called superfoods, the goji berries. I like goji berries, and I eat goji berries because I like the taste of the goji berries, uh-huh. not because I feel this miraculous uh, amount of whatever energy or, you know, whatever you're supposed to feel or, or have happened to you when you eat them. You know, it's just like um, someone was uh, recommending a... It's called a super candy, and it's been posted on on Raw Food Talk. And, yeah, I, you know, I just couldn't wait to try it, you know. And a fr- I was talking to a friend of mine on the phone, and she took her first bite of it. And, you know, she just like, whoa, you know, from the, the superfoods in, in, um, that are included in the ingredients. And uh-huh. so, you know, I went out and, and found this uh, uh, faux tea or he sh- he Oh, yeah, the faux tea, whatever, yeah. however you say it. and. <laughs> And, you know, I went and I made the candy, and I will admit, it tastes delicious. I love the way it tastes. But the react the reaction for me was the um, exact opposite of what everyone else claims to experience. I did not feel this sudden burst of energy. I actually got sleepy, and it's always been that way with me, even with things in the past, like when I used to drink coffee. I wasn't a big coffee drinker, but... Um, I would drink it, you know, occasionally because I like the taste of it. It would smell good, and so I would get a little cup. But it wouldn't give me this energy or keep me up or anything like that. It made me tired. So I don't know what it is with my body, but every time I, I take something in, it's supposed to give me energy. It does the reverse. Well, I don't, so. I don't trust things that give people a burst of energy anyway because that's just hitting the adrenals. And eventually yeah. it's going to be adrenal fatigue because it's just like caffeine and things like that. When you get that burst, now if it's a sustaining thing, but how, what do you have to do to do to sustain it? Right. You know, I mean, is there a crash after or for most people? I don't know. I haven't. I, I saw the super candy, but I didn't even bother looking at it. Because yeah. right now I'm more looking at stuff that's that will sustain me. Like to, yesterday, I made the uh, um, walnut meat. I guess they call it a taco meat or something mm-hmm. with the walnuts. Oh, my God, is that good? Yeah. I haven't made that particular. Um, are you talking about the one from Matt Amston? I uh, think. I don't know. spicy taco meat or spicy walnut meat. Yeah, I think that's probably what it is. Somebody posted it as uh, something anyway, but it's got walnuts, uh, chili, cumin. Very simple to make. 
Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. And it's so good. That's what I'm looking for, stuff that will sustain me when I get the hungries and I want something a little bit more substantial. I just chopped up some uh, tomatoes, chopped up some uh, avocado, put that with that. Oh, it's so good and so yeah. simple. <laughs> I made a variation of that. Um, by the way, Revel, uh, I guess she forgot. <laughs> yes, Miss Sheree. For those of you who don't know me, my name's Sheree. Oh, I didn't forget. on Raw Food Talk, <laughs> I'm known as Rockin' Locks, one of the moderators over there. So. She's known as the Keeper of the Forest. <laughs> And that, that's one of the reasons I invited you on here. No, I didn't forget. I was going. I was going to get to that. Uh, what I wanted to do, though, is t- tell us about your family because uh, Alyssa and I do not have children, and so a lot of questions come up about children and growth and and how to feed them. Now, how how long have you been raw? And by raw, I mean playing with it because i know involved in the life yeah involved there you go that's a good way to put it um i have been involved in the raw lifestyle for it's going on four years now i believe um i've actually kind of lost track because i don't really keep up with it you know like oh i've been raw for five years ten years you know i just i know i started uh researching it back in i believe it was 2003 Mm mm-hmm and uh, that's that's about yeah that's about how long we've um, we've been involved in the lifestyle. I would love to be able to say that I've been one hundred percent, or I really don't do percentages, but that you know yeah, I hadn't sure. had any cooked food for that uh, entire duration of time. But alas, that's not the case here. But I don't have any regrets about that, you know, because this is a journey, and you know we all we learn from our experiences, so. You know, I don't I don't take anything away from, you know, from myself or my experience just because I have not been totally raw. I mean, it's in my heart and I know that's what what's right and what feels right for me personally. So it's just an ongoing journey for me. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, it took well, Alyssa almost 10 years. She said off and on while she was she was doing that mm-hmm. for me it's been i don't know seven years or so mm-hmm. wow. and but, but the thing i think you and i both feel is that no matter what what else we eat we come back to raw exactly exactly <laughs> and eventually we'll just make the commitment and just say hey yeah. i'm raw that's it that's right one day that light switch just comes on and you're just like hey you know why am i doing this you know it's like um we, I did, I did a demo at the uh, Puyallup Fair this past weekend, and my family, you know, my family's been eating mo- mostly raw. I won't say they've been fully raw, but they've been mostly raw. And um, so we did a demo at a uh, raw foods demo at the Puyallup Fair here in Washington, and. My my younger brother, he just moved here recently. He's 14 years old, and so they while I was doing the demo, they went out, you know, walking around, getting on rides and everything, and they all decided they were going to have curly fries. <laughs> I can and understand so, that. So um, almost immediately after they ate the fries, they all got headaches, even my brother. Wow. You know, MSG? I probably, yeah, yeah, but, you know, regardless... Um, I was, I mean, I wasn't glad that they had the headache, but I was glad that they had the headache. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, so they could make the connection. Exactly. Know. On that note, we'll be right back.
You're listening to Rockin' Radio. If you have questions, comments, or something you'd like to throw into our blender, contact Alyssa or Revel at spillyourbeans at rockinradio.com. That's spillyourbeans, one word, at rockin', R-A-W-K-I-N, radio.com. Hi, this is Revel, and we're back with Rockin' Radio. For more information on my seminars, play shops, and teleconferences, please go to my website, revelations.com. There you can sign up for weekly revelations, purchase my books, Revolutionize Your Life in 30 Days, a self-empowering playbook, and or Smoothies and Smoothies for Life. Contact me to speak for your school or organization. Your purchases do help keep this program on the air. Somebody has to get paid. My guest today is, well, my guest hostess. We're just starting out, so we're getting to know her, Cherie, the Keeper of the Forest on Raw Food Talk. And Cherie, you, you started talking about um, how they ate the curly fr- fries, and this is something that uh, people who are on the journey who say they fall off and stuff, I don't, I don't consider it falling off. I just consider it taking a detour. Yeah. And so when you do something like eat the fries, we did that. <laughs> we went to the Hollywood Bowl, I don't know, a couple of years ago, and I saw people eating the fries. They look so good. Yeah. But yeah. what I found is that when I eat something like that, I tend to overeat it. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. my body is going, I need nutrition, give me more. Mm. And when I get home, I have to have something raw. Do you do you find this to be true for yourself? Oh yeah, most definitely. Um, I had gone on a major um, detour, if you want to call it that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't like to say slipped off, fell off, or anything either, because to me, I made a conscious decision to eat whatever it was that I you know I ate. So uh-huh. it's not like I it wasn't a mistake. It didn't just slip and fall into my mouth. Yeah, you know, um, but yeah, I've, I've noticed that, um, especially if it's something that's really, you know, because a lot of people, they say, oh, well, when I eat cooked food, it's, you know, it's healthy, it's, it's a baked potato or it's steamed vegetables. Not me, you know, I mean, I prefer to eat my vegetables raw. If I'm going to eat something cooked, it's going to be something that's gratifying that, uh, you know, that temporary fix or whatever you want to call it. So um, it would always be something that was definitely, definitely um, the less optimal choice, you mm-hmm. know, if you sure. want to, um, you know, for lack of better words. But, yeah, it's, I would eat it, and then it seems like I would just continually crave that, that particular thing, and then I would just have to mentally tell myself to stop because, Mm -hmm. you know, you can really overdo it and then, you know, you really feel the effects of it. I mean, if I, if I have anything, you know, that's not good for me or that's not raw, I'm almost immediately feel the effects, um, through a headache or Mm -hmm. sometimes it's a stomach, you know, discomfort or whatever. And then, like you said, it's like, Soon after, I need to have something raw. I'll go have a, a smoothie or, you know, eat a piece of fruit or, you know, something like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's pretty much that, that same type of situation. But, you know, I've been really trying to to stay um, away from those things, and that's one of the reasons why I chose to 
going ahead and, and you know, take my whole family um, on this journey with me. I had done that in the past, but then I started, I had mixed feelings about it. I'm, I mean, we talk about this a lot on, on the forum in the Raw Kids section about parents who are kind of up in arms about whether or not they should, quote, unquote, force their children to eat raw. Uh-huh. And, I mean, I, I was, it was like a catch two, um, catch-22 situation for me because, on the one hand, my children, you know, I really admire Storm and Gingy and their children because their children were pretty much born and raised. Excuse me, I think someone's trying to call them other line. But, oh, okay. I was um, wondering what that was. Yeah, they, they're, um, they were pretty much born and raised into this lifestyle. My children, on the other hand, were born and raised into a very, very standard American diet. And so it was very difficult for me to make that sudden drastic change for them, even though I knew it, it was what was best for them, uh-huh. you know. And so that's the, the situation you find yourself in. Do you want to be fair to your kids, or do you want to do what you as a parent know is right for your children? And for me... When I sat and watched my children, rash, you know, they had rashes that were manifesting on their skin. I had my son, who's 16 years old. He was complaining of having joint and back pains in his neck. Um, my 15-year-old daughter, her face, is, you know, was breaking out in acne. And, you know, so all these things. And I knew why these things were happening. Yeah. And so I couldn't, I, me as a parent, I couldn't sit back and continue to watch their health just steadily declined in that sense. I mean, they didn't have any major sicknesses or anything, but who knows what would have come about later had I not made this decision. Uh-huh. And so I, you know, and, and not only that, but also for myself, you know, I'm, I'm not, I don't have a strong enough will, and I'll be the first to admit that. I don't have a strong enough will to be in a household with cooked food in the kitchen and, and still remain raw. I mean, I will eat mainly raw foods, but if I see, you know, a, a bowl of popcorn sitting there, I'm going to grab a handful if mm-hmm. it's there. Yeah. You know, so for me, the best thing is to just not have it here. Yes. You know. Um, totally agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why, you know, those are the reasons why I decided to go on ahead and, you know, and, and, and I'm really fortunate that my husband is on board with it. Um, he doesn't have a problem with it. He supports me, he's, you know, eating this way, and, and he's been noticing the benefits. Um, he said that he has more mental clarity. He's a programmer, so he needs to, you know, really have that, um, you know, ability to retain things in his memory and everything. So he said that he's noticed since we've been eating raw that he's, you know, been able to recall things and just really program and, and doesn't have a problem remembering anything. So... Um, you know, the children, they're getting better. My brother, uh, he was going to be my biggest challenge because he doesn't like fruits and vegetables. Um, you know, he eats a very standard American diet, and so he moved out here with us. But I've been making things in the dehydrator, different dishes and everything, and he's been finding a lot of things that he likes. Um, the ice cream, the banana ice cream, he likes kale chips, he likes the marinated greens, so... Um, and there's a lot of other things that I've been making that he likes, onion bread. So, um, yeah, he's he's coming around, and hopefully one day he'll look up and, and start craving 
actual fresh fruits and vegetables instead of a whole lot of dehydrated things. Yeah, yeah. That, well, I mean, you're taking the first steps, and that's what a lot of people need to do is, uh, even though we tell people that they really don't need a dehydrator, it does assist when you're first in transition. I used, I used to mine way more then when I first started than I do now. Right, right. Now I rarely use it. I use it sometimes to... Uh, warm something up more than anything else, more than to dehydrate. Now, how many children do you have? I have four children. And the ages? I have my son, who's 16. I have a daughter, who's 15. I have another daughter, who's 8, and another son, who's 4. Now, when they go to school, do they buy their lunches? Because, like you said, a Storm and Gingy homeschool, so it's a lot easier well, in that respect. Do you yeah. homeschool, or do you send their... We homeschool. Oh, you do? Okay, mm-hmm. so you don't have to deal with that aspect yeah, of the kids. Yeah, I don't kids have that haven't. challenge. That is definitely a challenge, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, and I really admire, you know, the parents who um, who do have, you know, to send their children off to school, um, and they are still, you know, they still really try to maintain the raw lifestyle for their children. I really feel uh, for the children, you know, when they have to go to school and deal with that peer pressure and everything and people looking at their lunch. But I remember uh, an interview Victoria Butinko did where she said, you know, her son would take his lunch to school and and she would fix it up, you know, in some kind of little fancy, cute little way. And then the kids will always say, oh, what's that? What's that? And they started want to eat his food, and so she had to send him with some for himself and some to share with his friends. So I think it's all in how you project it. It's just like with adults. You know, I've heard you say this before, too, that, you know, if, if people approach you and you're kind of unsure and uncomfortable and everything about your, your eating choices, then people are going to pick up on that and they're going to kind of attack you in a sense but sure. if you're confident you're like mm, this is so good this is delicious and oh you should try this you know they tend to leave you alone or, or they'll become interested maybe mm-hmm. yeah and i do that as an adult i i've even heard people who uh, are adults say that they don't like being different right well for me i i am different always have been and so now when i order things like um Many people know that I, I coordinate um, networking meetings or I go to a lot of them. But I always get beforehand, I will almost always tell them uh, I would prefer a raw vegan dish, whatever that means to you. And usually it's a big bowl or a plate of fresh fruit or vegetables or a huge salad. And it's been interesting because the latest meeting we had... I offered a raw, what they called a Greek salad, and as somebody pointed out to me, it's not Greek unless it has feta cheese, but <laughs> we, what I did was say no meat, no cheese, and at least a third of the people ordered that, and that's rare. That is so rare. Usually, you might get two or three people. Out of 30 people, we had to, uh, 10 people ordered the uh, Greek salad. Wow. Yeah, the vegetarian Greek, and I was like, whoa, so things are changing slowly. Yeah, they are. And people are becoming more aware of what they, what they, that food affects who they are and how they are living, and it especially affects the kids in school. Mm-hmm. Have you found your, your children to have calmed down? I mean, did, were they pretty well, boisterous when they were eating sad? My children were always pretty mellow for the most part. Um, I guess it's just a part of their nature and, and part how we raised them. Mm-hmm. Um, but with 
with them eating raw, it's not really so much behavioral changes that I notice um, as opposed to physical changes. Like I notice my daughter's skin clearing up. Like I said, the rashes that were starting to manifest have uh, began clearing up or they have cleared up. Uh, my son, he's still kind of having the thing with his uh his back, so we're thinking about possibly uh, taking a look into a chiropractor. You know, okay, let's, let's talk about that one in a moment. I'd like to give you some suggestions on that. Thank you. Hold on. You're listening to Rockin' Radio. If you have questions, comments, or something you'd like to throw into our blender, contact Alyssa or Revel at spillyourbeans at rockinradio.com. That's spillyourbeans, one word, at rockin', R-A-W-K-I-N, radio.com. This is Revel back with Rockin' Radio. If you are listening to this program via iTunes, you can find out more about this show and my other podcasts by going to revel.com. Normally, Alyssa would be coming in talking about all the good things she's doing. Now, uh, Cherie does things herself. And uh, we're, we're going to get into that before we talk about her son. Uh, Cherie, you just had something in Pallio. What was What was going on there? I'm sorry? You said, see, I don't even know how to say the name of oh, that place. Puyallup? But you, <laughs> Puyallup, yeah. yeah. I call it Pallup. <laughs> <laughs> I used to say that, too, when we first moved down here. I don't even know how. How do you say that? Puyallup. Puyallup. Yes. <laughs> Whoever, oh, that, that sounds like an Indian name. I think it is, because there's a lot of that out here, Yakima, Tacoma. I think a lot of the names out here are Indian, Native American-based. So. Okay. And now but, you're a, you're a raw foods chef. Yeah, I, I took the five day training uh, through Alyssa Cohen, and I am a certified living on live foods uh, instructor and chef. And I also uh, do demos. I, I teach the living on live food classes here in Olympia, Washington. But every now and then, I'll also get invitation invitations to do uh, raw food demos uh, such as the one I just recently did at the Puyallup Fair this past Sunday, um, sometimes Marlene's Market in Delhi in Tacoma or the Federal Way store. Um, and I have a website. It's www.eatlivingfood.com. So if you want more information, um, anyone who's here in the Washington State area wants more information on taking any of those classes or doing a raw demo, uh, you can get my information from my website. All righty then. Let's talk about your son for a moment. Does he do any kind of movement at all? Um, he hasn't been. He used to uh, work out and lift weights, but lately he has he has not. Um, he'll go walking, um, but that's about the extent of his, his movement, his exercise. Okay, we were talking about this last night, that when people have chronic pain, the best thing for them to do is move, and I found that for myself, even when I've injured myself, that I help, I've healed quicker by moving. Hmm. And I don't, I don't mean like lifting weights or doing anything where 
like I injured myself one time. I was I was doing some improv dance, and I picked up this guy over my head, and wow. um, I lost him. <laughs> <laughs> and when I tried to save him, I twisted, and my whole spine just went completely. Oh, I mean, no. just blew it out. And when the next morning, I tried to do a forward bend, and usually I can go to the floor, and this time I could barely get to my waist. Wow! And I was teaching yoga at the time, and I said, "Okay, now we're going to we're going to bend forward." No, well, you guys bend forward. I'll just hang <laughs> out here. But anyway, what I found was the the thing that made a difference for me. Now, I you know I can't speak for your son. Is doing some kind of movement to slowly allow the energy to flow into those places where he's hurting. Okay. And he has to work. He doesn't have to. He could he he might consider working through the pain. Okay. Slowly and gently, you know, work up to the edge, maybe take it a little bit farther than back off. I'm not saying force anything. Right. Um, two biggest things I have found that made a difference for me was qigong and tai chi is a form of uh qigong. Okay. And yoga. Okay. And I, I've worked with chiropractors for many years, and I know I'm going to get reams of email about this, <laughs> but I worked for five or six uh, chiropractors within the, uh, maybe I would say about eight years, and I never found one who made a difference. Hmm. Now, others will say, yeah, well, if it wasn't for my, I understand. It was just maybe the ones I worked with. There are good chiropractors out there. I'm not saying they aren't. Right. I'm saying the ones I worked with, I did not find them to take to um, be helpful as fast as somebody who's doing their own stuff every single day. Wow. And the other thing is, yeah, I had a boyfriend who uh, had a hip problem, and he went to a chiropractor, and it made such a difference for him that he did become a chiropractor. So I'm not saying they're not out there. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that if somebody takes um, responsibility and does their own movement every day, it will be like having a chiropractic adjustment. Mm-hmm. I used to tell people that when I worked with them. Mm. <laughs> I would say, why, why are you coming here? The time you spent coming here, getting undressed, waiting in the rest, you know, in the waiting right. room and stuff, you could have been doing about two hours worth of movement wow. when all you actually need is 15 to 20 minutes every single day. Well, so I appreciate that, that advice. I'm definitely going to mention that to him and see what we can we can do what about like stretching type definitely exercises? definitely that would, do, that would be good too oh yeah definitely I, i've got some really good yoga tapes that i've i've picked up on uh i think i got them through amazon um go through my website by the way uh <laughs> and uh yeah, any kind of movement where you're kind of gently twisting and turning, doing some forward movement as far as you can go. Backwards movement, what you want to do is lift the pelvis or lift the rib cage off of the pelvis before you do any kind of back bending mm-hmm. and just be very gentle about it. Sides, um, side leaning. The thing people don't know about a lot of these movements is to lift the rib cage off of the pelvis while doing the movements. Oh. See, what they do, what they tend to do is crunch. And mm-hmm. that's the same thing with the necks. I had chiropractors say, you should not do neck ro- rotations. Well, hmm. you should not do neck rotations inaccurately. Okay. And what that means is if you're going to stretch your neck, your chin towards your chest, don't just bring it down to your throat. Extend the back of the neck out and then reach down towards your chest. Oh. 
And the same thing with going to the side and with going back. You want to extend the neck up and then reach the neck back, reach the top of the head back and down rather than just, you know, a lot of people, what they'll do is they'll make these itty-bitty circles and what they're doing is damaging. They're squishing everything. And what you want to do is elongate so you can get some flow through there. And what eventually happens is all these short people will become taller. (laughs) I'm sincere. I gained an inch and a half. Really? Just because doing the movements. Yeah, when I was a kid, I was like five, uh, almost five feet six. And then because I didn't move in my 20s much. Um, I, and, and when I did move, I started in my late 20s doing martial arts, but we really didn't do a lot of good stretching. Mm-hmm. And when I started getting into Qigong and yoga and things like that, I I real, I found out, I had measured, somebody had measured me and said, no, you're five five. I said, no, or five four and a half. I said, no, no, I'm five, so almost five six. I said, no, you're not. Hmm. <laughs> but now I'm back up to my normal size, my regular height, and mm-hmm. um, you know, thirty years older. Wow. Yeah. So I hope I hope that helps because uh, you know, there's no sense in circulating your money or spending your money mm-hmm. on something that when you can do something yourself so much easier, and it, it becomes it becomes fun because you're taking your own responsibility. Right. Well, we'll definitely look into that and and give that a try. Yeah. Yeah. Keep you posted on that, Rebel. <laughs> well, good, because next time we have you on, I want to hear about it. <laughs> so you said you were a um, a coffee drinker, but you didn't drink much coffee. Well, I wasn't really, I wouldn't consider myself a coffee drinker because I would have a small, and I mean tiny, a, amount of coffee every so often. It was just, you know, if someone else were were making it, and I would smell it, and I was like, I would be like, wow, that smells really good. And, mm-hmm. you know, it would just kind of prompt me to want to taste, you know, have a little bit. But I wasn't the morning, had to have my morning cup of coffee type of person, you know, so. Okay. Now, when you went raw, did you go through detox? Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> what would you, you go through? Um, headaches. Uh, well, before I went raw, I used to have chronic vaginal yeast infections. Sorry if that's a little too much information. No, it's fine. It's it never is. <laughs> and um, and I would, you know, of course, take the over-the-counter medications for that. And so when I went raw, um, a little ways into it, not too long, maybe about a week or two into it, I, I developed a massive yeast infection mm-hmm. out of the blue, it seemed. And um, I just, you know, I kind of contributed to being some sort of detox. So I rolled through it. I didn't use anything. Um, I may have uh, used some apple cider vinegar just for for relief, you know, for myself. So this was external or internal? Um, External. Okay. Yeah, I believe it was external. And so that I went through that. um, Some skin outbreaks uh, on my face because I always had severe acne as a teenager and Mm -hmm. and. Even into adulthood, um, I had severe acne, and that's one of the things that eating raw has definitely taken care of for me, um, eliminating those cooked foods. My skin has cleared up. I I don't recall seeing my skin this clear in my teenage to young adult life, so I'm really happy about that. And I don't get the yeast infections anymore. So those those were my major detox um, issues, the headaches 
that uh, yeast infection and skin outbreak. So when you were having yeast infections and you were you were going raw, did you stop eating fruit? No, I didn't. No, me neither. No, I didn't. I, I had, you know, I see a lot about the candida and everything, and, you know, people say, well, you, you have to cut out fruit, you have to cut out fat, you have to. I no. didn't cut out anything. I just ate raw. Me too. And, you know, it all cleared up. I had yeast infections, and I also had um, oral thrush, which is yeast in the mouth. Mm-hmm. And I would get the little sores or whatever on my tongue and on the insides of my jaw and everything. And that totally cleared up and went away with eating raw foods as well. And the only times I would have flare-ups of that is if I, eat, if I ate cooked food. Okay. So, yeah, and that's what Gingy and that's what Alyssa and that's what I say too. Yeah, I, but I didn't. I didn't cut out. I didn't cut out sugar. I mean, well, fruit. Yeah, I didn't right. Cut out sugar. Wheat fruits. I didn't cut out fat. I just ate raw, and that was it. That was enough for okay. my body. We got twenty seconds. So there's one thing I want to say. Uh, for those of you who are having these symptoms, and if they become overwhelming, um, grapefruit seed extract. Yes. Put it in the water. Um, you've got to dilute it. Okay, you can take this internally, put about three drops in a glass of water, do this two or three times a day, plus put, put, um, put it in the bath, about ten drops in your tub, and it will assist in easing that pain, okay, and the itching and whatever else happens, all right? Anyway, this is Revel. We've got to go. We thank you for listening. Thank you, Cherie, for, for being here. Thank you for having me. Oh, it was my pleasure. Enjoyed having you. It was great. Yeah. Okay, and this is Revel saying always revel in life, and remember... Play with your food. Bye for now. Bye.